why we need to talk about the war in Ukraine. We need to talk about the war in Ukraine because on Friday, February 25th, a nuclear catastrophe was, quote, narrowly averted after a battle near Ukraine's biggest nuclear power plant. And Gloria Moraga, this is one-on-one. -on -one. Please, more than ever, talk to each other about this and what's happening in the world. Please share my podcast and subscribe. I need your support. I begin with a quote from Sun Tzu. You know Sun Tzu. He was the 6th century BC Chinese general, military strategist, and philosopher. And he is credited as the author of The Art of War. And here are three quotes from that book which is small and very, very engaging, and I highly recommend it. One, the supreme art of war is to subdue the enemy without fighting. Two, warfare should only be a last resort, and heading into battle is already admitting a kind of defeat. And this one's important because of that nuclear power plant. In the practical art of war, the best thing is to take the enemy's country whole and intact. To shatter and destroy it is no good. So Sun Tzu would definitely disapprove of fighting a war near a nuclear power plant. Vladimir Putin has apparently not read Sun Tzu. And this is why it's more important than ever that we talk about what's happening in Ukraine. Hi, everybody. I'm Gloria Moraga. So here's the, the quote, the, and here's who said it. The U.S. ambassador to the United Nations warns that nuclear catastrophe was narrowly averted. And I'll repeat it again. On Friday, February 25th, Russian forces broke through a barricade surrounding Ukraine's biggest, largest nuclear energy facility in Zaporizhia. Now, there was fighting, an exchange of gunfire, and shelling at an adjacent facility. But a Russian shell hit reactor number one. That reactor facility has extra thick walls, so the walls were not breached. However, there was a fire and there was a battle there. And eventually the Russians took control of that area. Now, this is a quote from the New York Times. If you have a cloud with nuclear isotopes, which can be formed in this accident at ZNPP, then only God knows where it will go. Now, that is from the acting president of the state company that runs 
Ukraine's nuclear energy facilities, including ZNPP, which is short or the initials for Zaporizhia, that town, that area, that plant. So I'm going to put all of this information with the correct spelling and names uh, from the quotes on my website. So you'll have all that information there. GloriaMoraga.com. So you're saying, okay, Gloria, calm down. <laughs> we didn't have a catastrophe. It was, it was narrowly averted. So, you know, what's the big deal? Okay. I'll tell you. The plant and nearby towns are now under Russian occupation. And those Russian soldiers are seizing food from the town's shops. However, there is no heat, no water, no electricity. And the Russians did not send nuclear experts to run the plant. So Ukraine's workers are still at the plant running the reactors. But who knows if they're being managed? I'm sure the soldiers were told, make sure you don't hit the reactor by somebody. But they did anyway. And you can't keep these people on 24-hour shifts. So there's that concern. More combat in that area, fighting or infighting or, you know, could endanger the site's fuel rods. And those fuel rods contain about 30 tons, 30 tons of plutonium. And there, if there is a meltdown, we have nuclear disaster. And Ukrainians are saying this has turned in to nuclear war of sorts. This is madness. Madness. First of all, who decides to fight or wage a war near a nuclear power plant? It's just foolish. Well, of course, we know who. Vladimir Putin. That's who. This is the man Donald Trump said is a genius for invading Ukraine. So again, the nuclear plant shelling and fire happened last, on the last Friday in February. I'm recording this episode a week and a couple of days later on Saturday, March 5th. I think it's almost Sunday, March 6th now. Vladimir Putin says, he said yesterday or the day before that Western sanctions on Russia are almost a declaration of war. So he's saying basically we, we are at war with him as well. I mean, he wants the sanctions lifted. He also says that anyone imposing a no-fly zone on Ukraine would be considered to have entered the conflict. Military experts say Putin is not just talking shit. <laughs> they said that he's serious when he says this stuff. And he is searching for ways to punish the United States and our allies for supporting Ukraine and imposing those sanctions. So he's feeling backed into a corner because those sanctions are hurting. In the meantime, the war's been going on about two weeks now. I'm sure the Deaths are much higher than this, but this is from um, 
civilians being hurt. Forty-seven civilians were killed in a Russian airstrike in a residential neighborhood. Now, that happened on Thursday, February 24th. And since then, Russia has promised ceasefires so that civilians could evacuate, but nobody bothered to tell Russian soldiers. So they have continued bombing, and civilians are being killed, and children are being killed. Now, are these war crimes for not giving civilians a chance to get out? We're all concerned here, and we need to do more than just send good wishes and be concerned, because a nuclear catastrophe was narrowly averted. At this point, more than 1.4 million people have fled Ukraine. So there is a refugee crisis, a humanitarian crisis, and the United Nations World Food Program warns that there is going to be a food crisis. Those leaving Ukraine are primarily women, children, and the elderly. Younger men are staying to fight. And military experts say that Ukraine is digging in and urban warfare could drag on for a while. So I ask you, are you watching? The videos are heartbreaking. You can find them anywhere. These are real human stories. They are real human tragedies. One story that I watched, mothers are carrying their disabled children for miles. They're waiting to get on a, a train, a humanitarian train, and most of the mothers had to stand the whole time because it was so crowded, holding their children for the entire trip so they could try to get to a hospital and get their children hospital care and be safe. I saw older people struggling to walk miles and climbing over rocks and bombed out areas, barely able to carry their few belongings. On Saturday, President Zelensky, Ukraine, called for the United States to send aircraft to Ukraine. He had a video call with members of the United States Congress. So there were Congress members and senators. Senator Schumer described Zelensky's request as a desperate plea for military aid. There were about 280 senators and representatives uh, from Congress on that video call. And Congress is now working on a $10 billion aid package for Ukraine. The military aid would include planes, drones, anti-aircraft missiles. The Ukrainian president praised sanctions placed upon Russia during that meeting, but he pressed lawmakers to do more. So it's now Sunday. We will see what happens with Congress on Monday. Before I wrap up here, I want to say this. Look, President Biden has put the United States on an intelligent, prudent course. Remember what Sun Tzu said, the supreme art of war is to subdue the enemy without fighting. President Biden is doing that. Warfare should only be a last resort. Heading into battle is already admitting a kind of defeat. That's Putin.
He invaded Ukraine and launched a war. It's his defeat. In doing so, Putin is inflicting pain on Ukraine's people, but also the Russian people as well. This war is not only killing soldiers, it's killing innocent civilians and children. And we have to go here. When Russia began bombing Ukraine, our former president and his puppets on the Fox Entertainment Network that calls itself news said really stupid things, and some of them continue to say them. Unfortunately, millions of Americans believe what he and what they, the people on Fox, say. We are in a crisis here in the United States. We are in the middle of a civil war that is encouraged by these people. They want this. I don't know why. They're evil. The sane majority. We must stay sane. We must stay up to date on what is happening in the world. And we must out-communicate them. Because Putin and Trump are madmen. I just ask you, who brings guns and missiles to a nuclear power plant? All right, I've been watching a lot of news. Before I sign off on this, I want to say that I watched Sean Penn on CNN tonight, and he was great. You know, and I did. I kind of rolled my eyes when I read that he was going to Ukraine. But he met with President Zelensky. He's there shooting a documentary on this war. And the reason I brought this up is because I wanted to mention that he mentioned that we all watch the documentary called Winter on Fire. And he says this will explain a lot about his feelings about what is happening in the war on Ukraine. So it's called Winter on Fire. Apparently now it's free. They've made it free to watch on YouTube. So I will put the link to that documentary on my website, GloriaMoraga.com. God bless you all. Thanks for listening. Please share. Please comment. Love you. Talk to each other. Sane people need to talk to each other. Talk about some of these things that are important. They're important. This is important. Stay safe.